0: Creating and
1: Rekindling Memories,
0: NHR.
1: It's been 20 years since we last spoke to chatting to him about that while that record was playing, Um, when uh, Shane appeared at the Harvey Haddam Stadium in Bilborough, uh, all about the world's biggest hug. Um, So so it's nice to actually finally catch up with you and meet you in person. Cheers, buddy. So uh, you're in panto at the moment, Dick Whittington, at the Nottingham Theatre Royal. Mm. It finishes next Sunday, Sunday the 14th of January. Yep. Um, so, um, it, it's been a busy old 40 years, hasn't it? So Yes. So, but you're, you're looking good on it, I tell you.
0: Bless you, I'm glad you're wearing glasses. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been actually 45 years I've wow. been doing this, well, as a professional, yeah. When I started, when I was like 13, 14, doing theatre, uh, but then I joined Equity, which I suppose that's when they say you're a pro, and that's why I, I was 16, when I joined Equity, so that was 1980. But I'd been doing it a couple of years before that, in 78, 79, when I joined my local youth theatre. Uh, and then I was touring. Uh, I had parents who were very understanding. Well, after time they didn't know where I was anyway. But now I was, I worked with a local
1: youth theatre, yeah. It was great. And it all really started as a blue coat, didn't it? The, the, the whole entertainment yeah. thing, down on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> No, no, my first time was in,
0: yeah, it was in Patefield in 1980 in Lowestoft, And that was something that was never in the wheelhouse. It was never something I'd thought about doing. You know, I was a jobbing actor. And like most actors, most of the time I was out of work. And I remember seeing an advert in the stage. And it said, looking for seasonal entertainers, um, you know, that. And a lot, funny enough, a lot of actors around about that time would go and do it. Um, and so I went along, lied about my age. I was 16 at the time. Lied about because you had to be 18 to work on a holiday park. Uh, lied, and kind of did that for the summer. Went back to acting and then and had such a good time. I got asked, would I go and do another summer season in 81? Went back and then I went to America, studied in America as an actor. And then I did another two seasons after that. And during that time... I kind of started, I really enjoyed um, doing stand-up comedy. And so by the time I left Pontins, I was, what, 18, maybe 19. <laughs> and then went literally, I did a play uh, and then was out of work. And then there was an agent, a guy called Barry Dye, um, who was based in Ipswich. He said, listen, um, do you want to go and do, there's a... <laughs> It was a me touring, they called it Shane Richie's Ladies Night Out. And I was only 19 or 20. And it was like me, two drag hacks and three strippers. And that's what I kind of did for a while and kind of cut my teeth doing that, doing stand-up. And all the time, waiting to go and do the next play. But the next play would come in and I'd be like, oh, well, I've got these gigs in already. So I had to choose between being an actor or carry on doing a stand-up. And I was really enjoying making the money. And for selfish reasons, being on my own. Uh, doing a stand-up and that kind of led me to Jersey in 84, I think it was, and I was just, just turned 20 where you do two shows a night, seven nights a week and I did that for months and that's where I really learned my trade as a stand-up comic. But all the time, coming back and I had a, an acting agent go, oh, did this place come in? It was like, oh, I can't, talk. I couldn't commit to it because I'd already commit to doing stand-up and then the game show thing happened which was never... I never thought I'd end up doing game shows and, but then the whole thing comes around full circle when I ended up playing Alfie Moon
1: Yes, exactly. And, yeah. uh, I mean, people know you sort of for being the funny man that you are, which is, I mean, with, with stand-up, you, you've got to be funny because you're on the stage on your own, haven't you? So, uh, you know, yeah. it's probably one of the, in my opinion, one of the hardest professions to do stand-up. It certainly is now. I mean, it's very
0: subjective, though, stand-up. It's like anything, you know. You can, I can listen to a, a song and think it's absolutely brilliant and someone else will hear it and go, no, it's awful. And stand-up's like that now. But the danger with stand-up, you know, is um, people are ready to be offended and it's... Um, uh, you know, Ricky, Gervais, who I know he deals with it wonderfully. But you can do it when you've got a hundred million in your account.
1: <laughs> you know, you kind of don't care. What De- definitely, think, yeah. You've got that sort. Of money. <laughs> you you go on and you just do your bit. Of do them, your you. Bit. You Just think yeah, of the exactly, money, don't that's you? That's right. So, uh, you mentioned musicals um, yeah. as, as well. Um, I mean, you you was it co wrote and produced Boogie Nights, we which has talk- been here. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that today. Funny enough.
0: Uh, yeah Boogie Nights it was a play that I was writing called Tank Tops and Tarts and it was a, 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 um, semi-autobiographical it was based on me growing up in uh, North London big Irish community in a black community and it was about the trials and tribulations of a 15 a year old boy loosely based on my life uh, and and then, as we were writing it, a, a big West End producer got involved and said, you know, this would make a great musical. And then we changed the title to Boogie Nights, not knowing there was a film with Burt Reynolds or Mark yeah, Warburg course, about yeah. cover, which was kind of soft porn film. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went out on tour with Boogie Nights. We did here. We went all over the world. Did three months in the West End. Played America. I mean, it's still going now somewhere. Yeah. Occasionally get the odd little check for it. But it, that was one of the very first jukebox musicals. Uh, now... You can go anywhere around the country and find a jukebox musical, but that was one of the very first. Now you try and get the rights to, you know, either the the, the Nile Rodgers or the Chic or Elton John song, you'd have to pay thousands. Yeah. But back then, nobody was kind of doing it.
1: Yeah. Now, the, I think the first thing I saw you on stage doing um, was um, what, what was the Jack Nicholas? A one flew over one? the one flew over the Was cuckoo's. that here? That was here. here. and that that was a while ago, uh, it was. wasn't it? So that know, showed that you was. more as a. A more serious actor? Am I right? Yeah, well, in thinking
0: yeah. I mean, I, um, I, you know, I take it seriously when I when I get the opportunity to play a part like that. The general public take it seriously, but I, I took over from Christian Slater. He'd done it in the West End and decided to tour with it, and it was another opportunity for me just to, you know, spread my wings and and it was given an opportunity to play that character. Uh, it was wonderful, and it. Funny enough, it was the same producers. Uh, some years later they asked me to do, everybody's talking about Jamie, where I played a drag queen. Yeah, so, Loco Chanel. Loco Chanel, yes. I did that in the West End myself and Leighton Williams. And then we did the first UK tour. Um, And yeah, it's, it's funny. There's certain producers um, that will give me the opportunity to do stuff like that. And there's others that go,
1: no. No. <laughs> See, the nice thing about showing that other side of Shane Richard, the actor mm-hmm. as well, um, is people just don't see you as a comedian, someone who's can go on stage be funny and everything else like that. And at the moment in Extenders, of course, you've got the, the very serious um, line, haven't you, of uh, the, um, the prostate, prostate cancer. cancer, yes. Yeah, but
0: it's, but it's interesting having a career this long, it becomes generational. Um, there'll be people, my, I'm going to be sixty next year, there's people my age that will remember the stuff I did in the 80s, whether it was Life from the Palladium and then the game shows in the 90s, uh, you know, and then doing Grease the Musical. Um, and there'll be a whole generation that will only know me from EastEnders. Um, and now there's another generation. When I went back to EastEnders two years ago, the a whole generation going, who's this bloke with the Larry shirts? just being cheeky and because they didn't see me first time round as Alfie Moon. So I I, I think, I I suppose I'm fortunate that this is not my first rodeo in show business. I've been around long enough to know um, what works and what doesn't, I think. But mind you, the parameters are always changing. But now back to about the the prostate cancer Yeah, when I was approached about playing that storyline, it kind of was a curveball I didn't see coming. Um, but sitting down with Chris Clenshaw, the exec producer and obviously the bosses of EastEnders, we said, right, this has got to be about the long game. So as soon as I finish here, I I literally, I don't even think I've got a day off. I go straight back to EastEnders and we pick up where I left off with um, Alfie um, going through, I think it's post-surgery and seeing how it plays out. And, And I'll be honest, Kev, you can ask me, I don't know how, the Story plays out well. That, well that's the best thing, yeah. You can't give anything away then. Can well, you I, say? I, I, I don't, i I wouldn't have a problem telling you. But I honestly don't know.
1: <laughs> they obviously trust you, they do uh, not to tell you, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Panto and um, Panto's got, I mean, it, it's just wonderful, it's for kids, for everyone, it's got music in as well. And another thing that people probably won't remember you for, um, if that's the right uh, yeah. term, is um, your records that you've right. released. I've done um, two albums, albums out. I don't if I had. There was the, the album in 19- about 1988, 98? Then there was one called Once Around the Sun. Oh, I don't know that yeah, That's one.
0: That's one I'm going to look for. Yeah, it All originals. And then I did Country Soul. Yes. And of I course loved the, that the, album. Thank you. Bless you. And there's of course, there's a Grease soundtrack yes. and Boogie Night soundtrack. But yeah, now Country Soul was um, something we just, I did it just not long before we went into uh, the lockdown. And then there was talk about doing another album. Uh, but it's just, you, you have to commit a lot of time, um, which, I, I, you know, in my dressing room, it's funny enough, I have a guitar and a piano. And um, I try to sit and write as much as I can. To, but no, I, I'm, funny enough, I'm talking about hopefully this year, Gonna put the band back together that I had because um, I, I enjoy I, I, not just enjoy it but I, I do generally miss performing live with the band so that's something but of course EastEnders it's 24-7 yeah. which I'm happy to do but sometimes you might get 10 days off well I can, well, I can do a couple of gigs then
1: yeah. See my, one of my favourite tracks on there Is a cover version There's a lot of um, yeah. um, originals on there yeah. um, But the Bluegrass version of I Won't Let The Song Go oh, Down on me. That, oh, I love that yeah, Thanks mate It gets you dancing around While you're doing your washing up yeah. That song so,
0: I remember because Nick Kershaw Is a friend of mine And I remember approaching Nick And he, I said Nick just come and play tell you he wouldn't entertain it <laughs> So if he ever gets to hear this Thanks Nick uh, <laughs> But uh, it was great it was a great experience doing it. And also, I did a couple of festivals, uh, country festivals, and it was great going out and playing that stuff.
1: Brilliant. Music, panto, it all sort of rolls in um, together. Um, I mean, you are obviously chosen to be the lead in panto um, because of your ability to, um, not not so much ad lib, but to go with the flow, um, I suppose. In your opinion, what makes a really great panto star man? I don't know about
0: a star man, uh, but They're I know. Elite, what, no, I, know so, yeah. Yeah. I know. After doing it for so long, you kind of the hard part is making it look easy. Once you make it look easy, everyone thinks they can do it. Yeah, I, I've I've been in the company of reality stars and people who have done these reality shows that say to me, "Oh yeah, I saw your panel. Oh, I could do that." And I've worked with them mm-hmm. and seen them fall flat on their face. Um, you've got to get the balance right. It's, it's yeah. like the humor's got to be able to hit. The 80s plus plus the four year olds,
1: you know. So, uh, well, I mean, I've seen you in panto, and Thank uh, you. I mean, you, you do make it look so easy. It's like you just wander on stage, do your bit, and that's the hard go part. off. That's the hard and you, you've, part. You've mastered that. You really have. Yeah, and, after uh, four years, not so, I think well, you. you'd have thought you'd have got it after I've that. But watching the time, greats,
0: you? You, see, you know, I've I've worked with Les Dawson, Terry Scott, and I've seen these guys do it, and I've gone, okay. And you kind of learn something. You might cherry pick something they did, and. you and stuff they did that, that wouldn't necessarily work for me but no there's only a few of us now that can kind of go out and go
1: right the complete all rounders that's what you are anyway so well that's become a dirty word occasionally hasn't it <laughs> yeah. well um, you know I don't mind using the old dirty word yeah, you know, so we're not on it. you're here, so. an entertainer <laughs> Yes, yeah, Mm. a a legend. You're far too young to be a legend. Ah, Thank you, Kim. uh, You are, but you're heading in that direction anyway. So it's been lovely to catch up with you. Cheers, buddy. Took twenty years to do it. Yeah, well, uh, let's not leave it twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. So when when the next album's out, uh, we'll we'll chat more about that. Thanks, Shane is uh, is starring in Dick uh, Dick Whittington along with Doctor Range and loads of others who are absolutely amazing at the Theatre Royal here in here here, here in Nottingham (laughs) till January the (laughs) fourteenth. sunday january the 14th that's right all right have a great new year thank you, you too, mate. take care take care bye-bye did you know that nottingham hospital radio is a registered charity as a result we rely on people like you to donate to it all our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the queen's medical center and city hospitals Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you.